This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana, virtually. You're back from your Mykonos, your experience. What are we calling it? The the miracle um, in Mykonos? The... Mykonos? I don't know. Um, <laughs> how was it? it? it, it I watched every story. I looked at every picture. We loved every second. I hope I wasn't too annoying. You know, do you, I thought I, you were great. I reached that level where I'm like, does anyone want to see this extra slide of the scenery? Eh, <laughs> I, who cares? <laughs> I mean, the dance parties, I, I didn't realize. Like, it is funny when you were like, I'm going to Mykonos. And I'm like, okay, they'll do the donkeys. They'll see the, you know, uh, we'll see the... Well, right. The landscape, the beautiful beaches, or the the, the sceneries. But then it's like minute one. It was like no. Mykonos is like Mykonos is a party, um, and it was actually really fun because we went with two of my friends and their like fiancés or husband. Mm-hmm. So it was like a group trip, which for a party like town is like a lot more fun if you're like in a big yes. group. Like you can only partner you can only like really like party with your like significant other for like so long before it's like, well, we're just <laughs> talking to each other and we've, <laughs> we've done this already. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it was really fun to go with other people. And then we went to Santorini, which is like the romantic part like island. Got it. After. So that was where the 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 scenery videos came from. Yes. It started with the plates being thrown and the napkins right. thrown. And then end with a relaxing seaside adventure. That's great. It looked like fun. It was a great time. I had a great time. I was like, it was obviously as a uh, as a Jew, I was very anxious about the COVID tests and the, okay. uh, being. Quar- it's like funny. It was really. We got to Athens and I was bad to get COVID tested. And I like this New York Times article pops up because it's probably reading my mind. And it's sure. like, what happens when you test positive? Like, because you have to get you have to get a test to come back to the United States. So it's Got like, it. what happens if you test positive before you come, like, and when you're on vacation in Europe, in I'm like, oh, land. I'll click this. <laughs> and then it's like, the opening story is some couple who like did my exact trip, like Mykonos, Santorini, Athens. And then like, um, she's like, so we, we were, we got the test results. We were shocked. They were positive. A car comes immediately from like the Greek government, like picks you up. <laughs> you have to like stay Ships in like a, in a in a hotel. Like they literally like the car, like just like the government's alerted and they come and pick you like round you up. It was like oh terrifying. Lo- it, it, what is that show? Locked up abroad. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It yeah. was. Uh, um, and then I was like, okay, Mike. If like I test positive and you don't, are you like gonna leave me here in Greece <laughs> or like vice versa? Um, so that was a fun game to play. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's a little bit more of a extreme version of like if I get bumped up to first class, will you leave me for first right. class? <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> well, we decided we would leave each other. Whoever tests positive just just has to stay. But thankfully, that didn't happen. So we flew back yeah. into the eye of the hurricane, and here we are. 
And you're back. Well, welcome yes. back. I'm I'm coming to us live from Chicago. I'm mid Chicago week of shows. You were the king of Chicago. I, I I am. I'm I'm crowning myself today. I mean, it has been. We've only had two of the eleven shows that I'm doing, and they've already been above and beyond. The crowds have been amazing. So much fun. I'm doing theme nights. So that's awesome. Monday was fa- yeah, it was very cool. Monday was all family material. Um, Tuesday was all um, food and weight and body issue material. And then tonight is uh, dating. So tonight's a pressure one. Uh, when I talk about dating on stage, you can see the people. It, it is such an w- interesting dynamic like because people listen to this podcast. Right. And, you know, obviously this is an entertainment podcast, but we talk about people that listen, like, take it kind of seriously. Yeah. And know? I think, I mean, I don't want to. Uh, toot our own horns but i do feel like we give some pretty good perspective absolutely and and we're you know we're uh, obviously it's supposed to be fun and funny but like perspective has to come first i think that's what people kind of get surprised by right what we think about dating it has to come first when you do stand up about it it's like i'm here to fuck around about it you know (laughs) like to me like right i'm trying to joke around about it but like especially if people are there because they take it seriously or they know your life like it can get like it's a little harder for me as we more pressure. I could totally imagine more that. Pressure. Do you feel like the crowds are different based on like which night they're choosing? Um, so far that has been true. Um, like family do you get more night, families at family night. More, I asked, "Is anyone here with family?" And it, it was funny that I said it last night because last night was the food one, and I, I assumed like a lot of people who came know me a little bit and like kind of how I talk about food. They've heard me on diet starts tomorrow. They've heard me complain about, you know, t-shirt sizes and stuff. So you could tell like the Tuesday people I said to them, I was like, it feels like we had this on the wrong night. Like all anyone who would come to the food one would be like, I just got healthy on Monday. Now I have to drink on a Tuesday. You should (laughs) have had this on a Thursday when I felt skinny. And I'm like, you're right. We should have switched the days. So that's really funny. it, it did. I, I think the dating stuff tonight will be interesting. I think it'll be fun, but it's um, and then like the weekend's like best stuff. So like the whole reason I'm doing this is because I want to find new material or material that like uh, that I've kind of not worked done on. before. It, right. Yeah. So it, it, when you make it the theme, I can be like, OK, I'm going to tell the story about my dad that might be a little too long tonight, but now I can find the parts that are funny. For later down. So it's like, it's helps your workshopping stuff, right? There's a lot of workshopping going on. So that's stressful too, because you want people to get their money's worth. So I'm doing some old jokes. I'm doing some new stuff. I'm doing stuff. I know work. So, um, but this weekend it'll be like, I, like even in the family one, I was like, ah, that's the joke I'm going to do forever. And then even in the food one, I had one thing where I was like, that's the winner, you know? So it's like, it's been very cool and helpful. And I mean, very immediate feedback. well, that's what stand up is. Yeah. It's the most immediate. It's the most, um, you know, I say it and I find out right away whether <laughs> this <laughs> whether was funny or not. Or not. Yeah. yeah. Podcast, we put it out, we tape a week before. And then the next week, people are like, I didn't like what you said about this. And I'm like, right. oh, I don't even that. remember you know? saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but or, it's, been a, it's been a blast. Um, and I got more shows coming up. Uh, New York, um, I'm going to be at Gotham. Um, Friday, Saturday, they added a Thursday show because they're selling out. Boston, Austin, Austin, Texas, Dallas, New Brunswick, New Jersey, JaredFree.com. JaredFree.com. Anything else that we're pushing here, Jordana? 
Um, I think that's about it. Obviously, you up with benefits. Subscribe if you haven't already. I think there'll be a new episode out on Monday, I believe. Um, People love you up with benefits. I I have to... We're doing a good job with it. I'm happy with it. Like I uh, let's yeah. pat ourselves on the back because I think I so. get so many so many messages. People they love that there's no ads. They love getting it a day early, and the bonus episodes are really really fun and good and different enough to be bonuses. So yeah. I like that. I agree. Um, and if you haven't subscribed already, you can get a seven day free trial if you want to try it out. You can listen to probably all of them, the ones we put out already <laughs> in the free trial, um, and then see if you want to keep doing that i'm a uh, i'm a i'm a benefits member for uh diet start tomorrow and i love the experience even though you do. Okay, it's good. kind of doesn't make sense because i'm like paying apple for my own <laughs> content your own. but you can you can just call sammy and aileen um oh yeah know? can you or like yeah. ask sean to send me the files but yeah <laughs> yeah this makes it easier you don't have to do an extra yeah i don't have to bother i don't have to bother email. anyone sean's time yeah. is worth more than that also, um, congratulations to Aileen, a, a new baby. We, I just saw on the Instagram. Uh, this is how I'm yeah. wishing her congratulations. This is <laughs> through through the, <laughs> through podcast. the podcast. Yeah. A week later. Aileen had a baby. She's like a mom and shit. It's weird. How, do you have... <laughs> I, I have to... Well, I guess maybe not the way you just said that. My question was going to... You're just mom and shit. That's fucking weird, dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can tell I'm uh, in that mode. Well, I was going to I was, I was ask you, do you have a weird... Um, do you have some? Do you feel like you're more of an aunt to that baby than anyone else? Like, mm-hmm. when one of the betches has a baby, like, yeah. how do you feel about that? It's got to be a like a feel. Does it feel like you're watching well, your life kind of go by? Like, I don't know. Like, because yeah, you guys have, a little bit because you have you this know? connection. It's like you're going through life moments together, right? While this business is in the background, it's almost like this, like you know, uh, sisterhood of the traveling pants type of thing, you know? Yeah, it does feel a little weird. Um, I mean, like, it's funny because we've been friends since we're like 10 years old. So it's mm-hmm. like now, I mean, we recorded this on an At Betches episode where it kind of like we're talking about like my, uh, the feelings totally about it. So if you want to like feel, he- hear the full weirdness story, oh, you can listen to that episode. I think it came out last week or two weeks ago. Um, and... Yeah, it's weird. Just weird to like have your friend who's like your same age do something like ahead of you. And like in some ways it makes you think like, do I? But it's also I think be, I think parenthood just changes like friendship dynamics. You know, they always say like, if you don't have a kid, you don't get it. And like, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm OK with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be um, I think it'll be interesting. Obviously, we've had a very long um, friendship. We have a business together. So it's weird. But it's uh it's cool. I'm excited. I haven't. I'm probably yeah. meeting the baby this weekend. I'm very excited about it. Well, the, the, that's the thing. It's like, it, but it, it is like the like I looked at the baby on the picture. I was like, that's like the Betch's baby. It's like almost like the new mascot. She's the heir the, to, the, the to the Betch's yeah, throne. The <laughs> Prince Joffrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I was like, it's so interesting. The like you three as a group, like that's. It's just got to be this. Yeah, like, it's 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 surreal. Sentimental. It, it's surreal. It's, it's going to be out all the feelings. I remember. It's funny because like I remember fucking around with Aileen at like ten years old. We would do like all this stupid shit, and mm. then like I'm like talking to her on a podcast that's run by a company that we made together, and she's like yeah. having a baby, and it's like tw- almost what is it? How old? Am I? Like twenty two years later. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I was like, I was thinking of the. 
the life dynamic. I mean, it <laughs> kind of gets us into. It's funny. That's how that's how I started our podcast. Like I've been thinking a lot, a lot about how like you're having a baby is affecting me. <laughs> so, you know, how is this going to change funny. my life? Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a lot. I mean, everyone. I love this line. It's not my own, but I, I everyone lives in the key of me. Yes. So everyone kind of, you know, that's not that's a human thing where you go. So your baby, um, how does that? Do, <laughs> right. How do is that going to? How's that brunch going to be affected? Exactly. That I your, had planned. Yeah. Your baby is very inconvenient for um, <laughs> my you coming to the plans that I want you to. Yes. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial and if you're a millennial it's time to add clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine i have to tell you i'm a huge clarence fan i've been using them for years i love 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 them they are such high quality they're like a legacy brand my skin always looks better whenever i'm using clarence products and it's no different with the clarence multi-active cream you've been adulting for a while so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging yes that's a thing the good news europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. And that kind of brings us seamlessly into today's topic, actually, doesn't it? It does. It does. Um, what are we talking about today, Jordan? We're talking about if you can be too busy to date. The age old yeah. question. Well, yes and no. I, I think it's all. I, it's interesting the way it's posed. Can mm-hmm. you be too busy to date? If I heard someone say they're too busy to date, I would think that they were an asshole. Like, well, because it, it, they've now kind of made themselves seem like elevated. It's like, I'm totally. too busy. It's like, you, you can date because you don't have too yeah. much shit going on, but I'm <laughs> too busy to date. Exactly. Like, oh, I got all you people not making money. You know, right. like, it's like, you know, so, it, but 
I do agree you can be too busy to date. Do you feel like you're too busy to date? You're I someone think I who's am. pretty fucking busy, I have to say. I, you're in a different city like every night. I, 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 I think you would be it, a good candidate for the asshole I, comment of I'm too busy to date. Well, that's the thing I'm kind of dealing with is like, you know, someone's like, we should, do, like, someone says, we should do drinks, okay? And then I go, we should. And then I look at my calendar and I go, okay, well, I'm in Chicago for a week. And then I get back. I'll be back for like, you know, I get back on Monday night. Um, I'll want to like kind of like chill on Tuesday. I right. could do it Wednesday. But then I go to, you know, I go to, uh, you know, where, wherever the next weekend. And then I'm going to go from there to my parents in Florida for the high holidays. And I'll be back. Right. So now you're again. talking like October. <laughs> We're in October. Again, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, the and, and again, in the beginning when you said, can you be too busy today? And if I heard someone say that, I would think they're an asshole. If I heard me saying, well, I got one free night Wednesday and then I'm back in October, I would sound like an asshole. I would think I sound right. like an asshole. Well, Even my explaining my is, calendar. If you really wanted to go on the date, would you figure it out? Yes, but I would also... What ha- would, what what's your plan for date two? You know, like everyone's got everyone who's like, I want to, I, you know, everyone's like, we should start a podcast and you go great. And they're like, the, the podcast can be us talking about our horrible dating stories. And it's like, okay, cool. What's your 17th episode? Right. You know, like, and, and I think that the same goes for dating. It's like sometimes, and I think personally, I'm speaking from my own perspective and honestly is like, I do get. Like, oh, why even go on the first date if I'm going to be look like I'm bailing on the second date because I can't find the time? Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. No, I it's see, like I, I understand. You know, I it's it's like this um, expectation versus reality. Like you don't I want to under promise over deliver. And to me, sometimes a first date can be an over promise if it goes well that you can't deliver on for day two. So you're saying like almost like you're leading someone on by even going on like date one. If you're not like willing to give the commitment to be like consistently dating, let's say, let's say if you're not, and I, I can understand that. It's like, if you are not willing to do a weekly date with someone that you're interested in, is it Mm. worth going on even one date with them? Yeah, because then you look like you're being flaky and you have to and you and you look like you don't care. But you're like, Mm -hmm. I do care. I do kind of want to get to know you. But you're also not the thing I'm thinking. You're not at the forefront of my thoughts. Like, right. Well, you know, if you're seriously dating or you're seriously looking to get to know someone, you do have to have the mind space to want to get to know them. That's true. But I also think in some ways dating when you're busy is the best way to date. Because you have yeah. like less time for bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm at work and I'm having a busy week, I just have a lot less time for bullshit. I'm like not like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like almost like I, if someone's not doing something right, I'm telling them quicker because like, or they're taking up too much of my time, I'm letting them know. But if I'm like yeah. having a casual week, I'm not, I'm like kind of putting up with more, I would say, mm-hmm. because it's not. So in some ways, I think it could be beneficial to date when busy because you're like, you know, I've if if this isn't feeling really good, like fuck it, you know. Yeah, I, I I guess to that point is like 
you do it if you're really it, it's interesting like like if you're really excited about someone it's amazing to be busy because you're like right. i'm really excited not- about them and you're like i'm not gonna like think about like whether they like me or not and i can just go do my work and then when i come to i can go we can go on our date and i can almost forget about all the head shit and confidence issues that i have right because you're not overthinking <laughs> it's not it's, if you're anxious like i am yeah and you're overthinking everything. Being really busy is actually really good because you're like, I don't have time <laughs> to do this. Yeah, I, I don't have time for my anxieties. But if you're really busy and you're not excited about them, I think what happens, it can, what can happen is you kind of just like, you date lazily, which I have been guilty of in my life. And mm-hmm. something I, I really want to fix about myself because I'm like, yeah, I'll go out. You know, like it's reactive. It's not. It's It's not proactive. You're not like texting a girl to set up like I'm free Tuesday or Wednesday or Friday. Like, let me and here are the places like you're not doing research on the bars and like all the other shit. Right. This person is kind of allowing you to, you know, kind of like lazily get into the their world you know what i yeah i'm not i'm not saying it well but i i I do have that fear of like yeah just like ending up in something like all of a sudden you're so busy that you're like that the person on the other side is like yeah we've been seeing each other three months and you're like we have (laughs) oh i guess we you know and now you're farther along than maybe you would be excited to be well, let's read the email and then we can see if this applies to a broader sense. All right. Hey, J&J, major first world problem incoming. Is there such a thing as being too busy to date or am I just making excuses? A few months ago, I took on a huge project at work that made my schedule crazy full and also unpredictable. And I told myself as soon as it was over, I would start dating again and fully enjoy my hot girl IRL summer. The thing is, now that the project is over, my hot girl summer has turned into a busy girl summer. I took this after the project over is over mindset in every aspect of my life, and now I'm crazy busy, but in a fun way. I still work full-time, but after work and on the weekends, my schedule is packed with trips, concerts, plans with friends, visiting family, volunteering, hobbies, etc. It's already August, and I don't know how summer both flew by and barely started. I'm on the apps, but every time it gets to the planning, the date part of the conversation, I don't know how to make dating fit into my life without making it seem like I'm penciling them in or treating them like just another thing on my to-do list am i too busy if i can't plan a date in the same week as getting the match on the app or should i just accept that everyone is this busy and work harder to prioritize my free time thanks busy batch like this person and i feel like we're in the same type of boat right where so, the I mean, penciling in speaks to me well here's you, my question sure i feel like if you really want to do it there's always time like, and I, I mean, it, maybe that's me not being mm. in that mode of like, I have some, I'm like working every night and like, you mm. know, ha- I'm not having like the, a super, super busy month, but I do, I mean, it's funny. It brings me back to like my conversation. I think I've talked about this before with my therapist about like dating and how mm. like, I'm always overly anxious about it. I, I devote too much time to it. Right. Mm-hmm. When like in an ideal situation, we devote like. An, a, a semi-equal or a somewhat equal amount of time to like the five pillars of our life, which are, let's say, like health, friends, family, uh, dating, work. Mm. Like, is, I don't know if that was five. 
but you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> yeah, so maybe no, I understand. in that sense, I would be like too much into that and maybe like neglecting other aspects of my life where like, do you think that that could apply here? Where like someone who's too busy to date is just not, is that's lower on their like five prong approach to their full life? I, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with if it was important to you, you'd do it. I, I, in most cases. And I think it's okay um, for it to not be important. I, I, and I also think it's okay. To not, I, I, we're on the same page. Right. And I think what's interesting to me about this is, and this is a woman writing in, like I think a lot of women are trying to organize feelings. And that's mm-hmm. a thing you can't really organize. Like okay. they want, like I'm like reading this and I'm like, this is a lot of boxes that she's trying to like fill up. She's like, I got, I'm putting everything off until after I'd get the project done. And now I have all these friend dates and, and, and things that I pushed off. And now I'm too busy with the, the box of dating is just empty. You know what I mean? Right. And she's like worried about that. I think that, and I think that's interesting because that's just not how it should work. Like, I think like, like the idea that she's got all these plans with friends, visiting family, volunteering, hobbies, that dating and meeting someone new couldn't happen while all those things are happening is insane to me. Those are all ways to meet new people. Like those are like, she's out there. I don't really, that's why I'm kind of like, it doesn't really seem like you're that interested in in meeting people. Cause you're, I mean like, if I, so I'm saying if I were in this position and I'm overly, let's say I'm overly anxious about dating or I'm overly spending too much time on dating, not, not too busy, mm. I'd be thinking about that like too. I'd be like, well, okay, I'm going out with my friends. Like, is there an opportunity here to meet someone? Is this the, is this new hobby? Is this like intramural sports shit like going to be like mm. leading to potentially meeting people I wouldn't meet before? She doesn't seem to be thinking about it like that at all, which again makes me think that like it's not something she necessarily wants to do right now, which is fine yeah i think it's time to delete the app i think the apps Mm -hmm. what they do is they make it they make dating appointment stuff right like i i think as as they kind of should though i feel like if you're on an app you should it should it it indicates like an intention to go on a date totally we have to remember who the apps were invented by and not to bring up maybe one of our toughest episodes but um (laughs) Um, when we had Nancy Joe's sales on the yeah. show, she made it a point to be like, these apps were all invented by... To make money. You know, <laughs> to make money and by white men is what she was claiming. And like, right. I, and she, what she's saying, I, I'm sure is perfectly true. Um, I would change that to say, these apps were created by nerds. And I don't so, and I don't mean to be mean, and but they were created by people who had issues talking to people in real life. They right. were created by people who weren't necessarily the social butterflies to really fix a problem of their own. And their problem was how do I approach people that I know want to be approached, that I know think I'm good looking, that can make it. So that I that I know leave me with little room for embarrassment. Right. A dating app was created by that dude. Not the jock. 
Not you know the, 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 right. the he. That wasn't an issue for him. He was going, not the stud, He's not the guy going to a bar. Well, I mean, it's like when we had He's Tyler st- Cameron on, and he was like, <laughs> yeah. why would anyone ever be on an app? It's yeah, like, yeah, not why? everyone looks I, like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, why? Why? Why would anyone have an issue? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, so, so this is, this is exactly what I'm saying. Like, she doesn't need the app. She's, you, right. she's got hobbies. She's going out with friends. She's got a good job. It's time, it's time to realize that like this app isn't for you. The, and what happens on these dating apps is they're built to make an appointment because those people who weren't ready to go out and talk to people needed appointment-based iCalendar, you know, Apple Calendar invites to go on a date because it made it easier. So like, I think the whole point Which is I like- Which I think is good too, if you're looking to date. Good, Serious, right. good for some, yeah. but it's not for every situation. Her situation, she's out there. She's living in a dating app, you know? So, right. I mean, like, that's kind of, that's where I'm at. Like, 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 I'm, I'm tr- like, I'm in Chicago right now. I'm not looking to, like, go on a date in Chicago, okay? But everything I do, I'm meeting new people every day. If someone, if I met someone and I go, oh, my God, this is, like, this conversation was the most amazing conversation I've ever... Let's figure something out. You know, right. I, would, I would trust my instincts to do that. You know what I mean? Right. Because I'm saying, yeah, it seems like a dating app is a <coughs> tool that you and this girl don't really need at this point in your life. Because we, it's and like, we forget it's a tool. We forget right. it was a tool made for people who needed the tool. Not all, everyone listening to this podcast, not all of you need to be on a dating app. Right. Like, and, and I think like the busyness thing, because... I totally understand because they're like, when you're on a dating app, tick, 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 tick. The clock starts. The match happens. How, tick, 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 tick. Talk to them. Talk to them. Tick, 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 tick. Make the date. Tick, 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 tick. When's the date? Tick, 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 tick. When's the second date? You know, and on and on and on. But the, the clock is always going on a dating app. Right. Whereas this person, and that's why they're feeling the pressure. They're like, I'm on a dating app. I'll swipe. I'm not even excited because I'm more bogged down by my schedule than I am excited to go on the date. Yeah, I agree. She should get off the apps. And again, that doesn't mean she has to get off of them forever. If she's at a place later in life where she feels like, oh, like I really feel like making going on dates a huge priority and maybe these other aspects of my life are not as busy, then you can go back on it. I think like it's the kind of thing where you can let it feel natural to you. And that's like lucky if that if if that's the case. I Totally. And it's hard. It's the hardest advice to get a perspective to give on this podcast because we get, they're like, okay, so what should I do? And you go, let it happen. It's a, it's an annoying piece of advice. And they're like, okay, but how do I let it happen? And you go, I don't know. (laughs) Like go, you know, go hang with your friends and wait. So if I hang with my friends, like who should I talk to? I don't know, but it will happen. You know, like it's, it's it's kind of vague sounding, right? It's the most vague, annoying advice. We give it in other aspects where it's like, hey, uh, it, it's like when someone writes in, they're like, um, we're going to break up and they, they, should I go back to my ex? And you're like, and, and you're like, well, they might come back. And they're like, so when will they come back? And it's like, they're probably not. Don't bank on it. You know, like it's, it, it's a lot like that. So. I think if this person deletes the app, and again, this boxing of your life, you know, you need a little 
Put a little Mykonos in your life. You know, let it flow. Let it, you know. Yeah. Get drunk. Dance. <laughs> see, see where it takes you. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. All right. UUP you read at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Yeah, I'll read it. Are you ready? Okay. J&J, love the podcast. I've been a listener since college when you guys first started. Oh, I feel so old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a hilarious story for you guys about how I met my neighbor. I moved to Atlanta fresh out of college not knowing anyone, so I used Bumble and Hinge to meet people and make connections and hook up with outside of work. One night, one of the guys I hooked up with drunk texted me asking if he could come over. I was pretty drunk from drinking uh, with some work friends, so I thought, oh, good, he read my mind. He came over, we were both pretty drunk, but I quickly realized he was on the verge of blackout. How? You might ask. <laughs> we were about to have sex and he literally passed out putting it in. <laughs> she puts wow. a laughing face emoji. Um, the next morning, I woke up to the sound of peeing. 
My bathroom was super close to my bedroom, so you can hear someone when the door is open. I thought, oh, great, Dan found the bathroom. I close my eyes and quickly fall back asleep. All of a sudden, I hear a man's voice coming from my living room. Hello, anyone home? Oh, shit, I thought. Dan doesn't know where he is. I leapt out of bed and the front half of my body covered in sheets and ran out to the living room to guide him back to the bed, only to find a very attractive, dark-haired man that was not Dan standing in my living room. Hi, I'm Peter, your neighbor. There's a guy in my sofa. Is he yours? He asked, smirking and pointing to our open front door. My jaw dropped and I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I waddled back to my room, uh, my back half exposed because I wasn't expecting to see my insanely hot neighbor, threw on a t-shirt and ran to his place. Upon entry, I found Dan was curled up on Peter's sofa, covered in a blanket. I tried shaking him, but the guy didn't budge. I proceeded to rip the blanket off him only to find him naked on Peter's sofa. Even more mortified, I, I ran back to my place, grabbed his boxers, forced them on him, and somehow got him up and move, moving toward my place. For background, Dan is 6'4", I'm 5 foot. I also found out that Dan threw up all over my front steps that night before, so I had to clean that up. Long story short, Dan didn't remember what happened, and though he didn't appear to be, I think he was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I was mortified, especially since my neighbor turned out to be so attractive. Funnily enough, I ended up hooking up with Peter for a while after that night. Like I like until I moved. Good, wow. good for you, girl. Uh, thanks for all you do. Hope you enjoyed the story, girl next door. What do we think? Um, that's pretty funny that he went. To, what, what's up with the neighbor's security? Someone they're yeah, not locking their doors. <laughs> yeah, <this> is gonna, <laughs> my first instinct if I saw a man sleeping on my couch like naked would be to call the cops, not to be like. My neighbor's missing any <laughs> naked friends. Not to, not, not to investigate. Yeah. Right. I'm going to take on the case. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would it, be it like, is, oh, this homeless person stripped and is now sleeping on my couch. Right. It, it is interesting that he was like, okay. Must uh, be the girl next door's <laughs> doing. She, she, she seems Jessica. like she's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was his way of meeting her because they hooked up afterwards. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's my chance. Like, exactly what would i mean what would you call this one i'd call it the r-rated meat cute r-rated meat cute i like that um i i i would call it the the bareback bandit okay is it, yeah is bareback like, is that it isn't that, that mean that like sense? no can condom what does bareback mean? I thought that meant like no condom. An unsaddled horse or other animal in relation to sexual intercourse. Yeah. Without a condom. Yeah. That might not make sense. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Did she say he wasn't wearing a condom? Maybe. No. I mean, they, okay. she said he tried to put it. He passed out when he tried to put it in a real. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This guy uh, might have a, you know, a drinking problem. A, a drinking problem. <laughs> 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 it, uh, Maddie wrote down some ideas Naughty neighbor Lost and found Neighbor watch Naked and afraid I like naked and afraid I like But he didn't afraid. seem too afraid The couch surfer The couch surfer is funny too Red flag or deal breaker You're hooking up with someone And they are this drunk Even um, if well, you're The problem well, is she's like I'm drunk too Right but, yeah. I mean, this Upon guy first waste. read I was like If this was like a story by a man About a woman who came over It'd be like a little predatory, but then she was like, yes. I was also very drunk. So I guess like sure. not as weird, but um, yeah, I mean, I would hope that someone would come over early in dating 
not completely wasted. That might be a, a deal breaker. <laughs> if this was like we've been dating for six months and then like we're, we're like he's my boyfriend and then he does this one time, I could probably get over it. You know, it's funny because I was thinking, I was like, there's very few times in my life like I, I'm, I'm happy I can trust my blackout self. Do you know what I mean? Your blackout self wouldn't do this, you're saying? Well, my blackout self, my issue is like I wake up and I'm like covered in Taco Bell wrappers. Right. You it's know, more like, like food mistakes, not like food mistakes, sex yeah. mistakes. Or waking up in another home. Like I have like right. I have a friend that woke up inside of a mansion at the Jersey Shore and he got woken up and the people were like you got to get the fuck out of our house. Like, like he was, was he like, not oh with someone. He just strolled in. He wandered off of the Jersey shore and he woke up in this mansion, like on the beach. Wow. And he, and the, like the dad came up to him. This was like, we were probably 23 shook him and was like, sir, you have to get out of my house. And he's <laughs> Fair. Like, yeah. And, he, and again, he goes, and he, he came to, he's like, oh my God, oh my God, like, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know, how did I end up here? I, like, he had no idea. So then he gets up and he leaves and he realizes after he's left the house, he goes, I don't have my, my shoes. So he goes, <coughs> so he goes back to the mansion, back. knocks on the door and the guy's like, what the fuck? He's like, and he's like, I'm so sorry, I just need my shoes, I don't know where they are and he goes okay come on so him and the guy go look for the shoes to look for the shoes and they go back to where he found him he goes they're not here and then he goes we'll we'll take a little walk through to see and like he's like and like as they're walking around like my buddy's like this is a nice house you know like, and oh he's my like God. yeah thanks buddy <laughs> and no so they, yeah so then they get to the you know the dining room like the ro- the place you don't eat but you have it to right. eat right for like the Nice meals, the holidays. The holiday meal table, the shoes are literally like placed as if he placed them there, like under the dining room table, like together neatly, socks in them. I wish they had video footage of him from the night before. That would have been great. I mean, amazing. The guy looks at him and goes, what the fuck were you doing in this room? He's like, I don't even go in this room. And he's like, (laughs) dude. (laughs) I can't believe he didn't call the cops. That's impressive. I know, I know. I mean, we we got a story. Didn't we get another story like this where someone was just like on their porch? On whose like, porch? Like we got a story where someone like was like taken care of like at someone's house on their porch. It Vaguely was like the remember this. I yeah, but like I feel like in beach towns, you're People kind of always like, wake up on your porch yeah. when you're when you buy in a beach town. You know, it's just yeah, part of the I, community I vibe there. <laughs> it's just what happens. Yeah. We take care of one another in this town. Uh, oh yeah, God. but I, I'll never... Yeah. That made me think of that story. Um, red flag deal breaker. Do we discuss that already? I think, yeah. I think red, fl- red flag, we've been dating almost six months or more. First few dates, mm. probably a deal breaker. Yeah. If this is first few dates, I'm going... I, I can't sign this up a for lot. This. Yeah. Yeah, you need to get yourself together a little bit. Yeah. Right. Turn off. Fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> Let's do another email. All right, let's do it. I'll read it. Okay. 
Hi, J&J. Thanks for the awesome dating advice over the last few years. I never miss an episode. Have something I wanted to get your take and advice on, the hangout date or just hanging out in the early stages of seeing someone. By hanging out, I mean getting together at one of our respective homes, usually to eat dinner or have a few drinks, watch movies, you know, that kind of thing. Obviously lower stakes and less expensive than going out for a real date. For me, I found hanging out to be a valuable way to get to know a, a guy. It's been a way for me to get to know someone without outside distractions, get a glimpse into their daily life and routine, and let our guard down in a way we, we couldn't on a traditional date setting. I'm also a huge fan of TV and movies and home-cooked meals, so I like that aspect of hanging out too. In my experience, the hangout date typically happens after two to three real dates. Once I've determined I really like the guy and he isn't a serial killer and I'm getting signals of mutual interest from him. Whether or not we have sex varies. Sometimes it has happened before. Sometimes this is where the first, it first happens. And others, it hasn't and doesn't happen. While I value this type of date, I, fa- I value it with the idea that it's another step in finding what I'm looking for, the right match for a real relationship. To me, hanging out is a piece of a larger puzzle of dates and interactions with the idea that it, it is a relationship that is progressing. You might guess where this is going, LOL, which leads me to where I'm seeking your advice. While hanging out was an important part of progressing with all my previous, my past serious relationships, this has typically been where things plateau with all the guys that it didn't work out with. Once the first hangout is introduced, all subsequent dates, the guy seems interested in our hangouts. He'll start to ask for more last minute or later hangouts too. Asks to go out for dinner or drinks or brushed off. I'm so busy, quote unquote. Texting or other forms of communication fizzle out. This is pretty disheartening because I usually save the hangout for once I've started to like the guy a bit more. Not a case of basing my likes on signals and once I've gotten somewhat emotionally invested. So with this problem in mind, my main questions. Is hanging out something I should hold out longer for? Is there a dating milestone that should happen before the hangout date? While I value this as a way to get to know someone, I value not wasting my time getting emotionally invested in someone looking for different things a lot more. Is there a different way I should propose or structure hanging out that will convey it as something I'm taking more seriously? Is there anything I should do during the hangout that conveys it as something more serious, i.e. to feel like a date versus hanging out? Is there anything I should do after the hanging out that keeps the relationship progressing? Not looking to keep score or anything, but should I make a point to ask for X amount of real dates next? <laughs> this is like this person a, a is serious hilarious. Outline. This is a very intense outline. How can I better spot or filter out guys who I see who see the hangout as their end game and opportunity to make things casual? I know part of dating and putting myself out there is getting hurt, but with this being somewhat of a pattern around three recent guys taking up about two months of time each, I'm <laughs> she's on the math. She's on the what math. What spreadsheet is this person Seriously. making? <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm missing a sign or getting mixed messages somewhere. There hasn't been any obvious rhyme or reason to the relationships I got more serious with versus the ones I didn't after hanging out. I liked all of them, and they seemed to reciprocate those feelings prior to that. But after that, it feels like a dice roll. Is the solution just to hang out and fuck everyone and just hope something sticks? The heart can only (laughs) take so much. And I'm 28, not 22. Thanks for taking the time to read my very long and and thorough explanation and questions. Took uh, took many words to say and ask something that could have been done in a few. Appreciate any insight you have, and hopefully your response can help others in similar predicaments. Most sincerely, hanging out is part of the journey, not the destination. So it's like the girl is like the opposite of the too busy girl. Yeah, this is, she's, she's got some time. Yeah. Um, also, it's so funny because, you know, we, this podcast has existed for, you know, whatever amount of time. And... You could tell this is, you know, 
I really, they wrote in the beginning, I never miss an episode. And I can tell because <laughs> what she does, she does something that sometimes happens in emails now where she'll say, she'll like assume what advice. we're going right. to Yeah, she'll assume what we're going to say. She's like, I'm not keeping score. And then she'll keep score. You right. know, like, it's like, and she's like, I'm not trying to judge him by his actions. I'm trying to, you know, have taste, but then judges but, by actions. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, I, I, as a former anxious, overly analytical dater, mm. I see what she's doing. Cause she's like, she's trying to figure out why she's not in a relationship. She's mm. working backwards. She's saying, um, you know, there must be something wrong. I must be doing something wrong. So sure. like, could it be, and she's like thinking about it, like, what do I have in common with all these guys that um, stop on to hang, to hang out with me after two months? Oh, we've done the hangout. It must be the hangout. Mm. And like, to me, I don't think it's the hangout that's the problem. I don't think so either. I think it's, it, but <laughs> I, I, I love her email, first of all. Like, I, I want to make sure she knows that because I do yeah. think she's, and what you just said is so dead on. She's working her way back. She's trying to figure out What's the trying to solve the problem? I get it. Yeah. And and I, again, to go back to the first email, women putting things in boxes and organizing. I mean, this person <laughs> is patient zero for that. She's like, well, the hangout date comes on day three when, you know, like, and right. it's like how many what's the X number of dates I need to make sure that we get through before the hangout? Yeah. Yeah. And I I would say to her, let me agree with her first. Mm-hmm. The hangout is a hilarious weapon in the in the toolbox of douchery for men mm-hmm. because men know hangout date is like somewhat romantic women like it cooking couch pjs they also know their bed is 17 inches away and there's opportunity to there's use a level the of intimacy there's intimacy the date, yeah so what a lot of people out there do, and men specifically, they'll be like, let's just do wine on the couch. And it's like, why don't their you come way, over? Why don't you come we'll, over? We'll make dinner. Yeah. Yeah. It's a high end, low end date. It's like, it seems high end, but it's really low end because all they had to do was drizzly themselves a, a bottle of wine and put some food on plates like they're Mrs. Doubtfire. Make some pasta. Yeah, yeah make some pasta. And they're, the girl's going to be like, you cook? And it's like a whole, you know, like, they're going to look like a stud without having to do a lot of effort. Right. So I, she's right. These hangout dates kind of get, they kind of shield a man from being accused of not trying because he's like, I cooked you dinner. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and so, I mean, it's kind of it's annoying. I think as a as a woman a lot because it's like those hangout dates. If you like someone, are still fun, right? Sure. You still like them. They're not like, oh, it's like a date where we cook together and then watch TV and hang out on the couch and drink wine. Like that sounds great. So I, yes. it is sometimes I think it can be a sort of mental cognitive like dissonance issue of like, well, I like these dates, but I also how do I find out if he's actually trying or how do I like gauge for like. Interest versus like uh, convenience. I, I, I totally agree. And it's a very specific part of her email that she writes. Three recent guys taking up two months of time each. Okay. If you're looking at relationships that way, it, it, to me, you're trying to go towards a goal rather than a person. But that's a totally different issue. But you're 
claiming that there's been time wasted. To me, if date two is a hangout date, that does not mean that date three should be a hangout date. Right. That does not mean that you're in. And if you're allowing date three to be a hangout date and that disappoints you, then you're not communicating your feelings to the person you're seeing. So I think this lands in the world of like, do I deserve to say something when we're, ha- where we're doing the wine on the couch date? And it's like, mm-hmm. that's what this person needs to get over. You do deserve to say something. If you have hung out with someone, like it's okay to be like, that date is not, that date is a disappointment to me. That plan is a disappointment to me. Or I am less attracted that, to you. Only that kind of date is a disappointment to me. Yeah, right. that's, that's the point. Is like, mm-hmm. when do you get unattracted by this behavior? And like when you're saying like, I like these people, so that's why I do the hangout date. It's like, yeah, 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 do it. That's great. But, that, but if the next time they go, yeah, I'm, I'm home, come over. And you go, right. well, it's okay to say I can't, but I'd love to do drinks next week. Like, Right. You have to, and then if they say, of, "Oh, I'm so busy, I can't do drinks," then like it takes the same amount of time to go do drinks as it does to have someone at your apartment. One just requires more effort. Totally, and 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 that's where you get into the land of like, yeah, there's a standard that I have, you know, like, right. and, and I think, and and guys do this a lot, where it's like, oh, now that they've come over, like this is what we do. And guys are lazy just generally. And this is the laziest form of like having a date. And, you know, and you could say, I don't want to go to your place. You know, that's fun every now and again, but it's not fun all the time. And it's like, you could say that date three. Like there are people that do this on like off the dating app. They're like, yeah, come over. Like, I don't think a hangout date is a first date date at all. Like, I think that's a mistake for people to do. Yeah. No, I But it. I do understand the allure of a third date being the hangout date, but it can put you in a zone of like where she's talking about. But right. you have to be able to say no to date four being that as well. Right. And be and it's kind of like these two monther things. They would have ended anyway with yes. or without the hangout. I don't think it's like because, well, this girl agreed to like hang out. So I'm no longer interested in, in taking her seriously as like a prospective or as a future girlfriend. Like, I don't think guys are thinking about it like that. Like if he didn't want it, if he wasn't planning on dating you, it would have happened either way. It just maybe Mm. gets prolonged. If on the fourth date, if you had said, let's go out and he was like, well, I don't really have time or whatever. And then you were like, okay, like I'm not really interested in this because that's, we're not, we're looking for different things that would have just ended sooner. And she seems to be very focused on, uh, not wasting her time. So I think just asking for what she wants is like the move. And it's okay yeah. to do a third date hangout date and then say for totally. the fourth date, let's go, let's go to dinner. It's also okay to say no with redemption allowed. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I think people are like, someone like this might take this advice as like, I will not go out with you to, I'm not coming over anymore. And, and they'll think like that's the end. It doesn't have to be the end. It can be, I think the best type of no is where you give an opportunity for a yes. So like, right. so especially if you're no, but I would love to, to get, get drinks. Right. Totally. Like, I like, so like you're, if, especially if you like getting to know the person, if, and again, someone you end up with could make this mistake. Totally. Like someone you, you, someone you end up with could be like, yeah, date three, come hang out. You go hang out. You have sex, you have wine, you have the pasta. And then they day four, they go, do you want to do that again? And you go, Hey, listen, 
I, I that was a lot of fun, but that's I I, I kind of want to do drinks. I kind of want to yeah. go out and get let's tacos. Let's go out. Yeah, yeah, let's like go I out. I rather like do an activity. What do you think? And, yeah, and 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 they can either make a plan or not. And it's like now you're finding out things two weeks in as opposed to two months. Right. And again, I think you could replace hangout date with any other thing that you're like not that interested in doing or that you want totally. other thing. Like replace hangout date with not texting back in a way that like in a frequent manner or like, you know, not introducing you to someone. Like it's all about just asking for what you want and then finding out sooner if they're willing to give it to you or not. Yeah. And not taking it personally. Like, I think that's where people get bogged down is they're like, oh, I guess I'm the floozy that goes over to his house and I'm his casual fuck. And he's taking other women on dates. It's like, you don't know that. Live in a world where you are the only one. Like, live in that dream world. Like, that's okay. Right. I agree. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's play some games. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, you want to read the first one? Let's do it. Red flag deal breaker. Hi, guys. I have a red flag deal breaker for you. I've been seeing a guy for about seven weeks. He consistently makes plans for a couple dates a week, usually a sleepover on the weekends, very communicative, etc. I met him last night at a bar, and when I walked up, he had run into all his cousins at the next door restaurant. All well, his cousins. Oper- I'm imagining like <laughs> 15 cousins. Hey! <laughs> it's like my big Greek, big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> all of his cousins. They've actually were all of his cousins. Yeah, every cousin, ever. Every cousin, the history of cousins. Um, well, he had the opportunity to have gotten us out there. Um, he had run to all his cousins at the next door restaurant. Well, he had the opportunity to have gotten us out of there before I walked up. They invited me to sit down and have a beer with them. So everything seems to be going well. Then we go back to his place. I had, see, I had sent him a picture. And when he picked up his phone, I was able to see that he doesn't have my number saved as anything. It's literally just my digits coming up on the screen. I don't have the most unique name in the world, but you. Do, but don't you think he might have saved it as something by now? Nearly two months into seeing me, my overthinking brain makes me question if he's seeing other people. But he has many female friends that he has mentioned to me, and they often pop up on his phone in a group text. So he doesn't seem to be the kind of person who's worried about that. What's going on here? Thanks for kicking ass and helping the world sort out dating. I don't understand that part of it. Which part? 
that he has over, uh, but he has many female friends that he has mentioned to me, and they often pop up on his phone in a group text. Maybe she's she's, she's like, oh, he has other people saved in his phone, just not me. I think that's oh, the point she was so trying to make. I got other I, women. Okay. Other women pop up, but they're friends. They right. they don't. Okay. Well, this is interesting because I've seen many women do this, and this is yes. sort of a like I'm a little jaded from dating thing, where it's like I'm not gonna save you in my phone until we're like a thing, because like. Then I get too attached when I like have your <laughs> yes. name in my phone. So you are like your number until you ask me to be your girlfriend. And then you can be sa- you can earn the right to be saved in my phone. It's very like I'm very jaded move. It's very funny you say that because I was thinking like as a guy, like if a guy did that, you'd be like, that's a you're a little too anal. You know what right. I mean? Like, like if a guy like it's like when guys will go, well, I unmatch people on the app so I don't have. You know, so that I like I, you know, like when people say they unmatch right. people, they're on trying apps, to like organize like, them. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, OK, if that's how organized you are, you need to like fucking chill out. Like. Right. But when a woman does it, I assume the thing you said, which is the jaded thing. That's what I. Yeah. I mean, I think I've yeah. done that once or twice with a guy that I like, you know, especially if they like I've deleted their number so to stop mm-hmm. myself from texting them. And so like, but I haven't heard of this like from a guy perspective but have you have you ever seen this i've never heard know? of it that well that was that's exactly the thing like i've never heard of a guy being like i can't save the name <laughs> in my phone it's just Super. too much for me you know like i've never heard that from right a guy. like as if it's introducing them to your parents or something right yeah, totally and she brings up the cousin thing which kind of has nothing to do with the question but i guess i feel like she's she's like she's trying to read some signals here she's in the investigative work of like i'm trying to figure out how much this guy is into me seems like he wanted to introduce me to all of his cousins every cousin (laughs) yeah so like so that's like i mean it's like it's kind (laughs) of a lot of early in the game dating especially for someone with dating anxiety which sounds like this girl has is like sort of like making your like you know he loves me he loves me not like list of like okay cousins yeah. introduced me had a beer with them <laughs> likes me number not Maine. saved he likes me not like <laughs> i'm just a number to you um what do you is, think it means i honestly don't seven know weeks because, is a long time i'll i mean i'll, I'll give us a, a personal story um i remember i was dating someone and it was around similar timing and I only had their first name in my phone and they were saved as their first name because the spelling of it was kind of specific, but their last name wasn't on social media. So I just didn't know their last name. And I was like too far in to be like, like you can't seven weeks in go, What's your your last last name? name? (laughs) You know, like, it's like, we've... Did you ever find out? (laughs) I had to ask a friend. I go, I go, hey, this is a really ridiculous thing I'm going to ask you. But what's their last name? And they're like, this is hilarious. And then gave it to me. I go, you cannot tell this person I asked. (laughs) I would just say (laughs) to them, like, well, how how do you spell your last name? I was wondering. (laughs) And they're like, (laughs) (laughs) S-M-I. You don't know how to spell Smith. (laughs) Yeah, and just pray that it's like yeah. a weird spelling. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like the G- German way with an e at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was Jared Fried. Fried, yeah, Fried, Fried. What? It, yeah. So I, I um, 
it could be that I mean, you guys are definitely not together. You're not exclusive. I would take that as okay. Well, that's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if I saw that, I would I would ask him. I'd be like, maybe he doesn't know your last name. I, I but does he know your first name though? Like I would just think, not. like if you, I think it would be like oh, just confusing to be texting someone for seven weeks. And not have them saved in your phone. Like every time I'd be like, oh, is this like, re- is this like open table trying to confirm my reservation or is this someone, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's the only number I don't have saved. Maybe that's why he introduced you to the cousins. He was like, maybe that. Maybe she'll, he, tell, he, you, <laughs> tell, she'll tell them her name. <laughs> yeah. And then the cousins were like, hey, <laughs> cousin, I don't know why I keep, cousin Tony, cousin- <laughs> this is my, this is, this is, <laughs> this is what's her face. I was telling you about her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do. It's a weird sign. Unless he's very anxious, date her, and he doesn't want to save you until you guys are uh, official. <laughs> How does she bring it up? <laughs> I think right when she sees it on the phone, like she happened, she happened. I don't think she's like snooping on his phone. She sees her. You should be like, oh, like my, I just sent you the pic. It looks like my number isn't saved on your phone. Like, yeah. Do you remember my name? <laughs> I'd like to say it a little bit as a joke and then like actually listen to hear what the response is. And I think that that could open a door to be like, you might get an answer you don't like Yeah, from that conversation, but worth asking. I would also say meeting cousins, not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> not all like, of the cousins. So. All the cousins. Yeah. What I like, if you meet my cousin, this is, that's like, well, it's like nothing. He also, you ran into the cousins at like a bar it's not like you like he was like i want you to meet all of my cousins yeah this was yeah those, this wasn't yeah you weren't brought to the cotillion you know like right in, and a lot of the time i think we can like misinterpret like basic human decency for a sign mm-hmm. of um like yeah a, a, a more <laughs> relationship like a, a stronger relationship it's like if i was with a friend and we ran into my cousins and like what and we thought about, and we like, we're getting a beer. Like, yeah, we would do that together, but it wouldn't yeah. mean like. It wouldn't mean you guys are best friends now. Right. Like, you just wouldn't. Right. <laughs> well, I met the cousins. So that means this <laughs> relationship is getting serious. Um, yeah, I don't. You guys are hooking up. I, I, uh, that, that's what that is at, at a maximum. Right. Yeah, deal breaker I would, or a red flag? I think it's just a red flag. I don't think it would deal breaker. I think it's a red flag, but I would ask about it, and I think it might lead to a deal-breaking conversation of, you know. I but I think he also just might be like, oh, I just like, oh, I, I just always forget. What if, what if she asks him and he's like, I just like always, like I never, I just don't think about that kind of stuff. I'm just like not go with my phone like that. That's a lot. Or some bullshitty thing. <laughs> That's right. a bull, uh, if it's a bullshitty thing, you have to then you're in a bullshitty relationship. Right. You know, if they can't even say to you, like, you know what? There's a vulnerable aspect to this where he goes, you know, it's a stupid thing for me. I don't really save numbers until it is, like, totally serious and, like, I, I don't know. I, I Yeah, but what, if he's, what if he said that? What if he's... And we're not, that's, we're not there yet. Or I, I guess... And then you could be, be like, well, way. do you... See, and then you could say, like, well, do you see us sort of heading in that direction? And then I think that opens the conversation. Now you, yeah, now you're in a conversation that isn't as fun. But that's the... And you could even say, like, you're saved in my phone as because I like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as the one. 
Right. First name, the last name. Right. Mark. The only excuse I could think of is like, oh, like the cloud from my phone got totally erased and I no <laughs> numbers saved and no one has a name. <laughs> or my phone turned off and it came up right as I turned it on in that. Oh, yeah. That happens. Sometimes. Spot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's Let's... probably just not trying to date you. Seriously. Okay. J&J, love the pod. Red flag or deal breaker. Been on seven dates with a guy. We've hooked up, but I've slept over for the first time, and he didn't have any covers. I didn't notice because we were t- we were busy hooking up. I asked for you a blanket. <laughs> I asked for a blanket as we were headed to bed, um, and he said he doesn't have any form of blanket, duvet, comfort, or throw because his body runs hot, and he has a thermostat. He he literally only has a flat sheet. Red flag or deal breaker. So far, we've been staying at mine because everything else is perfect. His birthday is coming up. Can I get him one? I mean, this is an insane person. If he runs You hot. didn't notice. You just came in. You're, I would have been like, laundry day? <laughs> no sheets? Right. You just saw a mattress? To me, it doesn't seem like someone who's like looking to seriously date. Because even if you didn't use a cover, you would like want one around in case the person that you were seeing wanted a cover. Yeah. I also the excuse of my body runs hot. Like, wouldn't she have noticed that the, uh, like he slept at her. He like, we've been saying at mine, is he like that at hers? Right. What does he sleep with at yours? There's something a little weird about this. Yeah. Like just like arms like this, like (laughs) I would say red flag. It's a red flag. I, I need, I need covers. I need duvet. I need feather. Right. You know, I, I need someone who's serious about their bed sheets because that's yeah. like a it's a sign of adulthood, too. Totally. This. Uh, yeah. This is red flag leaning towards deal breaker for me. Like, I can't imagine. Also, what you said in the beginning is like you're not even thinking of anyone else. Like, right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you, that need w- a, <laughs> you need a blanket. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> it's like someone who's like doesn't have any toilet paper and they're like oh i just use you know i just borrow from like my neighbor it's like <laughs> have some sense of like self-awareness of like yeah. other people also like that someone might need that like someone having ne- i hate when someone like looks at someone with needs as like a crazy person it's like no people have needs right and just because you don't want that most yeah. people do yeah you, <laughs> you run hot that is not yeah me. Not, i don't run hot Right. What are we going to do about that? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do one more. Okay. My bestie met a dude on Tinder and invited her over to his place after their third date. After asking her if she'd be okay watering his plants (laughs) while he was gone on a business trip for two weeks, it took him three hours to run through very specific instructions because his apartment looks like this. Oh, my God. Okay. We're going to post. We got to post these. We got to post these. There are so many plants. There's like, it looks like a fucking jungle. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's so many. I mean, it's a beautiful apartment. It's I lovely. Mean, <laughs> it might be too much, actually, it's, but yeah. I actually, I mean, then she writes at the bottom. I feel he only matched with her so he could find someone to take care of this mess for free. Red flag or deal breaker. Welcome I feel to like, the jungle. I think this is a uh, um, very potential, like a, a real thing, like that she's correct. 
<laughs> you think he's actually just looking for plant waterers? I mean, I think he's like, he slept with this girl and he's like, oh, like, would you water my plants? Like, that seems a little calculated, no? The deal breaker is being someone with this many plants that has no plan for how to water them when he takes a two-week business trip. Right, that they're relying on their Tinder date. Yeah, like, and has no friend or course of action to take care of such a thing. I wouldn't ask someone that I really liked to do that on a third date. <laughs> no. No. It'd be like, imagine you really like someone and you being like on the third date, you'd be like, would you pick up my dry cleaning? Yeah, that's crazy. That's Even that, crazy. which is like lower lift. But also the, the bigger issue here, it's not one plant he just got. This guy plants. He's a plant guy. Looking at this picture, he is a plant guy. Plants are a huge part of his life and he has nobody to water them. Yeah, like, it's like that. Isn't that weird? It's like the Billy Madison puppy who lost his way. Like you got a, yeah. you have plants. You got a responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally true. <laughs> you got to water those fucking plants, and if you take a trip, you got to have someone you pay to get those plants the nourishment they yeah. need. I would never do. Would you do it if a girl was like, "No, fuck no." I'm going away. Would you? <laughs> you got to come over twice yeah. a day. <laughs> My excuse gun would be out of its holster. Oh I'm my like, God. no, everyone's dead. I have things to do. Yeah. <laughs> I would just let the plants die. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that was our show. Yeah. We solved dating again. Look at us. We killed it. If I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> Keep telling your friends. This is the time of year. We're com- we just put out a episode last week people love those lightning round lightning round lightning round and go follow the instagram account and keep telling your friends this is the show this is the time of year i'm telling you people need this show tell your friends your brothers your sisters your moms you need us we need you goodbye you up is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by maddie paul guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at you up pod on instagram and twitter and send us your emails to you up at betches.com thank you to our sponsor netflix bridgerton is back bringing us another scandalous and sexy season and dearest gentle readers you will not want to miss this chapter in season three longtime friends colin bridgerton and penelope featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation the wallflower is ready to bloom but she needs colin's help to find a marriage match will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love and will penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer lady whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love you shall have to watch and see watch part one of bridgerton now only on netflix Betches.